0: And blessings, The Black Coffee Podcast. The Black Coffee Podcast. The Black
1: Coffee Podcast. What you think? What you think? The Black Coffee
0: Podcast. Podcast. Ah. Ooh, ooh, that's so cool. Ooh, ooh, that's so cool. So cool you did this, man. Yeah. Black Coffee. Black Coffee. Black. Huh. power to the people my fist twice the ball baller what they call him james allen mr no what's elevate the masses step in my objective no no quit through the pot let's take a sip they taking shots we taking trips pilot vision you win that hate mission just to be specific got enough soda not fly spirit got enough soda keep y'all lifted follow my role and keep it spirit show this be the ritual black my coffee hold the cream i check one two eight here we go this is that windows down low turn me up hit the what we talking, just as long as it's black coffee, yeah. This is that windows down low. Turn me up. hit no matter what we talking, just as long as it's black coffee on. This be that black coffee podcast, black coffee podcast, black coffee. hey hold the cream. This be that black coffee podcast, black coffee podcast, black coffee, hey hold the cream, yeah. You and I
1: world. Welcome to the black coffee podcast. I am your host. James Allen. James Allen. The Black Coffee Podcast. Your safe haven for education and spiritual liberation. Hashtag powers to the people. And long and long live the, the
0: ancestors. Hey, hold the cream. Ah. Hey, hold the cream.
1: Thanks for that so cool. Thank you for that. So cool. Thank you for that. So cool. So cool. So cool. I bring peace and blessings to listeners all over the world. All over the world. All over the world. Thank all you for tuning into the Black Coffee Podcast. You could have been doing anything else with your time, but you are here with me. And I just want you to know that I greatly appreciate that. Today's episode is brought to you by GOAT Behavior Pearl for those that define their own path to define their own greatness. Move different, behave different. So get your behavior right. With Goat Behavior Apparel, and that's at GoatBehaviorApparel dot com. Thank you, thank you for that, so cool. Thank you. As always, as I announced on our last podcast, we have an active basic necessity drive going here at UNI World. Man, what, what is that for, man? That's not for what you. What are you doing? Again, so cool. Is in a building. Uh, So let's do this again. We have a basic necessity drive going here at UNI World. You have things that you want to donate, things that you want to give back to the community. Not money. I don't want your money. Not me. Just email. Just, no, just, excuse me, not me. Just give me some basic things for the people. All right? Uh, You can email me at uniarworld at gmail.com and we can... Schedule out accordingly, How are we going to do that? We already had it off to a great start I got some good things I got my All in my house too I got to find somewhere else To store that stuff But yeah So we already off to a good start I would like to also announce that uh, To open up the second segment I'm going to sing a song today And as always y'all know this is the Juneteenth edition So I'm going to sing I'm free Yes 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 So it's going to be This is This is a, a, a well known Renowned studio And I'm going to get my shot here to show my vocals. And I'm going to do that to start off the second segment. We are coming on our first year anniversary here in the Black Coffee Podcast. And I am ever so grateful. Um, Me and So Cool hooked up last July. The first podcast dropped August 1st. And we have been going strong ever since. We have maintained top 50 percentile in podcasts all across the United States when it comes to downloads United Kingdom is to continue to support us as well as Canada as our strong support as our strong supporters outside of the United States so I think that is very very commendable and I want to also thank the fans everywhere and of course our our own very own so cool because none of this would be possible without us Speaking of So Cool, good day, sir. Let's work. Episode 14, Juneteenth, mentally free. So Cool, Juneteenth marks the celebration of the abolishment of slavery in the United States of America. And although the chains were released from the bodies, the mental state of our people minds remained in bondage. Today, we're going to talk about the process of healing from mental slavery and the scar that it left on African-Americans. Now, we're not going to debate whether it was wrong, whether it was right, or what should happen. We're going to talk about the effects and the healing process of of those effects of slavery. And we're going to break that down into three parts, to free my mind, to free my body, And to free my soul So first up, to free my mind As always, I like to start off with a quote And I found this quote from, of course The Honorable Malcolm X And it reads, open quote If you stick a knife in my back Nine inches And pull it out six inches There's no progress If you pull it all the way out That's not progress Progress is healing The wound that the blow made, Made, end quote, Malcolm X. So freeing us from slavery, freeing African-Americans from slavery, that was not the healing process. The healing process is how we deal with the healing ourselves of the legacy that it left, okay, of the legacy that it left. And here is one problem that we need to stop doing. And this is first and foremost when it comes to any organizational movement. is stop thinking that the white race can heal us from that bondage because they can. Okay? They can. It just doesn't work that way. We're going to get more into that. The understanding of slavery is what what starts Radical ideologies. Now, and I know this for myself, So Cool, I get very, very angry when I think about slavery. And it makes me mad. And to some people, they say, well, James, you didn't go through slavery. Why are you worried about it, James? You didn't have to go through that stuff. Just let it go. I've heard that a couple times. But no, you can't let it go. And and that's the reason for this podcast. See, the white man can never free us from our problems for the simple fact is their main agenda is to keep our minds mentally unstable. Never to be on the same footing with them. So cool, when when they let us out of chains... They didn't say, oh, okay, we're going to let them out of chains and now we're just going to just let them go ahead and just be on the same footing with us. Yeah, they're equal. No. The whole idea was to mentally, to mentally keep you somewhere that you know that you that you you was accustomed of. And that's a slave mindset. So for that reason alone, No one is going to to try to, to, to heal you for something when their whole main objective is to keep you from healing from that. So that's first and foremost when it comes to freeing our mind. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the things we're going to talk about on this podcast today is not that it's new information. And I've said this on podcasts before in the past. We're just taking information, old and new, and putting, and putting it in its proper context. Okay? Now, we all know that stripping your mind was the first objective of white supremacy. It's to strip you from your mind, your religions, and your beliefs. Now, look, I'm not here to debate anybody's religious beliefs. You can, be, you can believe in whatever you want to. But, I so cool I grew up in a Baptist household My parents was Baptist My whole family was Baptist Church all up and down Through my family And I'm bringing that up because I could not imagine Anyone coming up to my mother And telling her that she couldn't wear a hat On Sunday and jump around and shout And she couldn't do that anymore I could not imagine anybody coming up to my mother saying that, she would lose her mind. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That's kind of what happened to our people, our original people. They lost their minds. So we got to get that back. Well, how do we get that back? Well, history. I'm a history major. Read up on our history. So cool, you brought this up to me. Uh, they were thinking about making, taking history, slavery, out of history books. And you 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 brought that to my attention, and I, while I always knew that at some point they was going to try, they, well, they already been doing that. Some history books will tell you that blacks and whites came over here together to build this country. That's just the way they put it. But let's let's go deeper than that. When it comes to freeing your mind, it you take those stories, slave stories, and all that history out of history books, you release that anger. So cool. I teach fifth grade and these 10-year-olds know way more about black consciousness than I ever did when I was 10 because of the times. So they have to change the times. So what do you mean by change the times? That anger from them history books. That's how my mind started. The anger. Anger is what start uprisings and they know that. That's what start uprisings, anger. So what makes you angry? Slavery makes some people angry. Okay? They could no longer have an Oklahoma riots type situation, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 1921, 100 years ago. Okay? And of course, everybody knows about this. And we're not teaching anything new. We just take your information and put it in its proper context. Context, excuse me. Okay? The Oklahoma riots is when... African Americans was thriving 55 years removed from slavery that showed the resilience of slavery excuse me of slaves after that to be roaming a world where there's nothing but white people that are against you and to still be resilient 55 years later and be doing the things they were doing on Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma and in other areas was resilient and that's when white mobs bombed them from the air from the air And it was basically kept almost secret Out of history books for a long time But the point I'm trying to make about that is They can no longer do that Okay You can't just do that You can't just have white mobs just attack black communities 300 black people died Okay 300 black people died You had bus, um, bus systems Shopping malls Everything that blacks can want and need and we was there, and we wasn't walking around with our pants sagging down. We had suits on, and young men, they saw that, and that's what they wanted to mock and pictures and history shows that, okay, so no longer, so that's why you take that anger out, okay, and that's what black consciousness is. It's called researching things that even if it hurts you, we're going to talk more about that in this podcast too, about researching and doing such things, okay so when you understand that you have, you as a black person in America, you are double-sworded because, we well, you have a double-sword against you because you have to be mentally, you have to be mentally challenged to take on two avenues of difficulty in your, in your life. And what I mean by that is, is the, the, the blacks that are not on board with black consciousness And that are kind of shaky And that are kind of Let's just go ahead and say it The ones that hate on other black people And then you got to worry about A whole race of people Who just against you So that's kind of hard It is But we have to overcome that That's why this, that's why this podcast That's why I always say I'm going to die trying Bring all black people together Because all white people are together So when you understand that So cool uh, you know, when I, I know this girl and she wanted to she was renting a house and she wanted to buy the house because she felt like she knew the girl and the girl, you know, she had rented for so long and she had been wanting to sell the house anyway. So said, I'll buy it. Well, she told her no, gave her a whole bunch of reasons. But make a long story short, after the girl moved out, who was black, the white girl who she was renting a house from, she showed it to another white person. And she called me and asked me why, and I said, "I'm going to tell you why, because white people are never going to set you up and, and set you up for, your answer, for, for for your people in the future. They're not going to be a part of that. They're not going to help you set your people up. To her, that's a disgrace to her race by setting you up and letting you buy the house, and then you buy the house and then you finish paying for it, and you pass it down to your son, and then now y'all own all this land. No. That's not going to happen. But that's just one example of how they're going to try to mentally keep you in never to be on equal footing. So after they take your mental away, now they make you feel like you can't work with each other because of the riots. And that effect is still felt today. Miss me with that. You may need a white person to start your business. You know, so cool. I had somebody say that to me one time. He said, you know, y'all see you starting this thing. up, oh man. you might need a white person behind it. Ugh. What? Of course, I, don't, I have never talked to that person ever again about anything business when it comes to UNIA world. Now, I'm not saying this. You don't have to work with white people. Of course, I'm not saying that. You have to work with white people on certain things, but there's nothing wrong with having something for yourself. Why not have something for yourself? And you know why? It's because you're scared to do things and collaborate with other blacks. In history, in everywhere, in every aspect, and I'm getting ready to show an example of that. It shows. It shows the fear. Okay? The fear. Eddie Murphy made a statement so cool. And I looked it up to see if it was true because I had heard it before and I had to check it out. And it is. Eddie Murphy said, open quote We are so afraid of you of we are so afraid of losing, excuse me, our own SHIT. That the idea of getting together Is scary It's inherited This is how scared white people have Black people And what he was basically saying is how He used the example Well they used the example Who was doing this story of how Will Smith and Denzel Never came together for a film Now had they? I don't think so Had they ever came to? I don't think so But Robert De Niro and Al Pacino Has worked together So he made those two Two examples of why. Scared to work with each other. Like he said, it's inherited. It's passed down. It starts with slavery, and then it ends with, it started with slavery, continue with the cruelty. But only us can break that from our minds and our bodies and our souls, and that's what we're talking about. Eddie Murphy was known to do over maybe 50 movies, so cool, and have only worked with less than five black people. Directors, we're going to talk about black directors a little bit more too As well So why is that? So there's a lot of things that's also not documented When it comes to slavery Okay, and when it comes to also grouping of black people And while some may think that in your average world They may think that is crazy We're going to talk about that It may be crazy But sometimes we can't mix crazy with culture But get back to slavery time real quick OK, when you know, of course, we all know that when you know, the slave owner sees slaves together and grouping, he was like, what are y'all doing? Move apart. Why? You know why? Because on that slave master's mind, they can be getting together a coup. Now, that happened a lot during slavery time, but it's not documented. It's not documented every time a slave killed one of his slave owners. But it happened. And that's what they what are y'all doing? What y'all grouping together for? What y'all thinking about? Y'all think about escaping? Think about killing us? But why they ain't going to tell y'all that? Why? Because if I tell you something, that may give you an idea. They're not going to give you ideas. They're not going to tell you how resilient that and Well, Nat Turner, of course, they're going to talk about him because he went on a mass one killing spree of slave owners. But they're not going to tell you that. So cool. How many times you hear somebody say something or you know of somebody say something and then you think in your mind, shoot, sure, he did it. I can do it too. So that's why it's not documented. And that same aspect has been passed down. no groupings of black people. It's a mental It's a mental scar that we're going to break. Okay? Uh Now, I, I did some research because I'm not a behavioral health certified board, psychological, psychiatrist, psychological. Psychiatrist, that's it, psychiatrist. I'm not all of that. So, of course, I did some research and I found Dr. Monica Hinton. Now, she's a behavioral health therapist at Sharp McDonald Center in San Diego, California. Okay? And she talks and she specializes in some trauma of things that African Americans go through behind slavery. And she said avoiding places, people, activities, or events that remind you of the experience and the example. Now, one thing I also want us to realize so cool that, you know, of course, when they release slaves, they raise their kids, their kids raise their kids and their kids raise their kids. So I want you to understand that slavery was not that long ago. May I, may I, may I please remind people. Honey, 50 something years ago. Okay. So these aspects in this trauma is still in our DNA because it was not that long ago. Okay? So these people with this trauma are the ones that was raised in generations before us, and it's just been passed down. You hear a lot of people say, or say, oh, no, I can't go there. It reminds me of something bad. Even though they've never been through that bad, even though they've been never through that bad experience. It's called trauma. Okay? Difficult concentrating, feeling jumping, easily angered, Okay, this is something that our ancestors and the people before us who was raising us after slavery was going through and was passing down to us. It's true. And I think sometimes we go through this sometimes as well. I know sometimes I did. Once I got in my mid-30s and I wasn't doing everything that I wanted to do in life what I thought I was supposed to be doing. You know, you think you're supposed to be somewhere in life. And I started to feel emotionally and stressed and, and how I feeling You know uh, A feeling of hopelessness Like she described Depression Depressed Why? Because I knew If I didn't get it out the mud That it just wasn't Just going to be given to me This world Nothing is given To anybody Especially a black man So those are the three aspects Or the three categories She categorized Trauma Behind slavery And I think That it is definitely true Vacant esteem Self-destruction You feel generally Self-destructed Okay Like I said, there's a lot of Caucasians out there that feel self-destructed as well, but they have a system in place to get them where they need to be. And that's just a fact, okay? And it's not the case for African-Americans. Not all, I don't care how many you point to. Yes, you can point to one or two, but that's not the case for all of them, okay? Coming up, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about freeing our body. Here next on the Black Coffee Podcast, and I am your host, James James, James Allen. Ooh, ooh, that's so cool. ooh, ooh,
0: that's so
1: cool. Welcome back to the Black Coffee Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, James James Allen. James, All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised. I said I was going to open the second segment up with the song. I'm going to tell you why I'm singing the song. So cool. I grew up in the church, like I said, in the first segment. And it was a point in time, I think I was about eight years old, maybe nine. Around that time. And I said to myself, we are singing slave songs in church. And examples like, wait in the water, wait in the water. And other examples are when we fall on our knees and lift our hands to the rising sun and say, oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Who else is raising their hands to the rising sun and saying, "Have Lord, have mercy on me? Which thing you think they're having mercy for? But I'm going to sing one that I kind of like. And my mother used to sing it all the time. And of course, they sing it on the church. But I'm going to sing this song because it has... Uh, irrelevant to the topic That we're on today anyway Which is Juneteenth And freeing of slavery And the song is called I Am Free So here we go Hi, right, here we go I'm kind of nervous But I'm gonna do it though One Two three. I'm free Praise the Lord I'm free No longer No more chains holding me. My soul is resting. It's just a blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm free. I'm free. I have sung my first single here on the Black Coffee Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. So cool. All right. But getting back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, we talked about freeing the mind at the first segment. This time we're going to talk about freeing the body. And I have another quote from Marcus Messiah Garvey. We are open quote. We are going to emancipate ourselves from mental slavery. For though others may free the body, none but ourselves can free the mind. The mind is our only ruler. So if we're going to talk about the body, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about what is a body. Again, like I was saying, we're not some things you may know, some things you may not know. We're not teaching anything new. We're talking about simple words or things and we're putting them in its context. Okay, context. We're going to put it in in its proper content and context. So what is a body? Okay, the body is the machine that we can act and move with, which is subject to physical changes. OK, is a machine that we can act and move with, which is subject to physical changes. Now, I think it's fair to say that the black machine has been through a lot of physical changes, physical harm, physical danger. OK, by the definition. All right. And so for 14, excuse me, for 400 years, we were not in control of our own machine. OK, OK. We were not in control of our own machine. So who operates your machine? Who operates your machine now? How do your your machine operate? What type of clues? What type of things? What moves your machine? Those are the things we're going to talk about when it comes to freeing the body. Now, in 1865, the white man freed African-American races from bondage, okay? But they was free to roam a world that was not for them. So let's talk about that. What do you mean by that? Okay, can you imagine so cool? You've been in bondage all your life. You've been uh, treated badly, poorly, okay? But you're free. Now you're free to roam amongst a whole bunch of other people that felt the same way about you and that's not going to let you advance in the world. How hard is that? Okay? How hard is that? And I can make an argument that our people right now are still walking around lost from the same effect of that. Okay? So what moves your body? What moves the machine? So today we're going to talk about spirit. What's in your spirit? Okay? Now there are different types of aspects of spirit that we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk about one in particular today. Now before we talk about that, so cool, you know, a lot of people feel like they don't, um, they don't want to help, you know, less fortunate people. And of course, now that I'm here in Atlanta, um, I see a lot of people on the side of the road selling water, or you see a lot of people asking you for some change, or you see somebody people that just, just don't look like they're well. The par, and you know, you, you may feel in your spirit to help them or not. Um, now when I was in Charlotte, uh, now I lived in the hooders of the hoods, and I, you know, and that that was just it. It was what it was, and so I, I, um, I was on my way home one time, and I had a pizza with me, and uh this this guy he said uh he said can I get a slice of your pizza sir he said i, I we black so he basically what he was saying was i, I have nothing else to stand on to get in this pizza uh be, b- but we're black that th- that's all we have to stand on and that's really how it was when, when 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 slavery times was 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 ended all you had was each other i mean you know of course there were some people who were free slaves of course now you have some people who are who think they're um, all high-mighty, and they're you know, they, they uh, what we call Kool-Aid watchers. But you, know, you had those, but the majority of black, the black race, you knew where you stand. So, of course, I gave it to him a piece of pizza because it was in my spirit. And we're going to talk about spirit. So what is spirit? Okay, Spirit is your awareness, your inspiration, your vision. Okay, It's your awareness, your inspiration, and your vision. This is what every type of artist looks to for their creativity, their spirit, okay? When I'm doing this podcast, I, 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 you know, I look to my spirit, my creativity, my awareness, the things that are around me. That this, is what some, this is why some people, when they're uh, doing a rap album so cool, they may go to a whole nother uh, country, state, to record, just go somewhere else. Find another place for their spirit to move. Okay, so what is the spirit? Spirit is all over your whole body, Again, we're not talking about anything that I'm not trying to teach y'all anything. We just put it in this proper context. It's all over your whole body. Okay? It's your glove. It's what moves you. Okay? So at this point in your life, you shouldn't be letting anything that doesn't spiritually um, connect with your machine. You shouldn't be letting you in. Your spirit blocks that. At least should. Okay? Now, Spirit gives your body energy to move. Now, the one spirit we're going to talk about that we know we have is love. Love brings all this to focus. We know when we have love for someone, don't we? Of course we do. Well, we, can not we physically see it? Can I physically see that I love um, somebody? No, you know it. You just know it. But we know it's there. And spirit alone will make you do things that you don't want to, Or may want to because your spirit was led by. I think there's a lot of examples for that. And I just gave one example when it comes to the pizza. But just for spirit alone, it moves you to think different when it comes to the black race. That's where I'm getting at. Okay? Your spirit to move different when it comes to the black race. Okay? Now, when it comes to your machine... Sometimes we put our machine, which is our bodies, into other cultures and we seem to lose our culture that is already fixated in our own bodies, which is our machines. Well, what do you mean by that, James? Sometimes when you're in your job, I've never really seen anyone tell the boss, oh, yeah, I just don't like your joke. You laugh at it, don't you, sometimes? But Jordan? You just do. Whether it's funny or not. Why? Could that's your quote-unquote boss. I don't really see uh, offensive coordinators tell the head coach, well, maybe they do. Well, maybe that might be a bad example. But you just don't hear people of their authority too much just not stroke their ego a little bit. Okay? Now, this can be done when it comes to mocking your own culture. What do you mean by that? I let anybody know or every time I am working if when I was working around white people I let them know that I tell them that I want to be an example of my race what my race should be that alone is let them know right there where I stand that I'm conscious in my mind that's my way of letting them know but it's when they make little silly jokes and they want you to laugh at them and they say say yeah well you know black people always do this and then you go along with a yeah yeah they do but you just, you're, you're, your machine is in a different place. Your body's in a whole nother place. And it's not culturally advancing you. Now, of course, you know, it's, it's money over everything. Uh, you know, of course, you take care of your, or, or, of your, your families. But I don't ever, and I, don't, I, I caution to you, if you ever let your body and your machine into a place where you're culturally at a disadvantage, you need to disarm that at this very second. Okay, because you have to stand, understand culture to understand certain people. Okay, now, I know uh, Denzel Washington made a great example of this so cool. Someone was asking him, well, they the director of the movie said that I needed a he said he said he needed a black director to go with Denzel Washington or however that went down. But they needed a black director. And then and a the white lady asked him, well, why do he need a, a black director? Couldn't a white director kind of did this, too? And Denzel said, no, it's not color It's culture. Okay, this black director knows what a hot comb smells like Sunday morning going through your sister's hair or your mother's hair. I know I for sure do growing up in the 80s. I know what it smells like, okay? And this is why certain Italian directors or people who are, who are in that culture, they do certain projects, okay? So understanding your culture and don't let nobody take you out your culture, okay? Because Caucasians will do that if you're working around them. Again, I'm talking of your body. When your body Is at a cultural disadvantage With the effects of slavery Okay Because they, they Understand that they are there To keep your mind In a certain place And you can just be Going along with it Oh yeah Yeah Yeah, yeah. That was so long ago People are not like that You know I know a lot of people now, I always say this, that people who, who have white wives or have uh, white husbands or vice versa, however, that is, it, it gets very sticky at the dinner table because at some point you want to take up for your own race. Okay? I know we had, and he said it is on wax, so I guess I can go ahead and say it's so cool. You know, we had the special guest from Canada, and he said he felt liberated when he left his white girlfriend. Why? Because they were slowly taking him away from his Indian Muslim culture. And that's on episode seven. So I can say that. Okay. So real quick, understanding where your body stand, understand this is where I knew that my body was fully vaccinated with black power. So cool. It was my first year out of college and I was teaching in Williamsburg, Virginia. And my mentor, who's still my mentor now, his name is uh, Mr. Askew. And uh, when I first got there, now understand I was conscious when I got there, but this is a, this is not a, just an all black school. It had some white people there too. And it had a white SRO officer, which is basically the police on the premises. And, uh, you know, we would stand for the flag, but we would never hold our hearts over the flag. That just, I, I, I just, I just don't do it. I used to, but I just don't do it and I have my reasons. Okay, you better be lucky I'm standing. We're not here to debate that. But I didn't do it and I used to always didn't do it. But the SRO wasn't around at the time, school resource officer. But one time he came around and I still didn't do it. And, and right after the, the, the SRO officer left My mentor turned to me he said, he said you moved up a level He said I thought that you was going to put your hand over your heart Just because that white man Was actually standing in the facility That lets me know there's something different about you Bam Now natural reflexes To some may have done that Because that's what you're taught That's what you was inherited That's, that, that's, that's what was passed down You hear from some people They will tell you that their parents' parents told you, don't look at them when you see white people walk on the side of them. But when your body is fully free and your machine is fully working and the spirit is moving it to do things that you know is culturally right for yourself, you're not in bondage anymore. And that's the great thing. That's when I found that out. And I'm ever so grateful for that. Coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about freeing the soul. Next on the Black Coffee Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, James. James, out. Welcome back to the Black Coffee Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, James Allen. All right, real quick, to finish off the podcast, we're going to talk about freeing your soul to free my soul. Okay. Now, the soul unites the body with the spirit so that the spirit energy can influence the body to act. Spirit can't be seen or can't be influenced by a man made machine, meaning, no computer. Can control my soul It just can't Okay It's within you It unites your body With your spirit It's your soul We're going to talk more about what your soul Your soul describes Your character Immortal It will live on forever Your soul And what I'm bringing it up for Is because I want you to Think about Your soul When it comes to black people so cool, when I see people in the street, when I see, even when I see blacks acting like they're not supposed to. And I know I'm not making an excuse, but I think about the overall effect of why that person is acting that way. When I see a homeless person, I, I go over to say, well, where is his family? What happened to his family? And a lot of times they be college graduates, high school graduates, Successful people Uh, It was one uh, It was one guy I just heard about this He was homeless uh, Going from store to store asking for money He passed away When he passed away they found out That he actually had a whole lot of money in the bank He was a, a successful person So things just You never know the outlook on things If you just don't know about the whole situation so that so you're doing things from your soul. When you give back to the when you give back to your community and when you're doing something, you're not thinking about the current condition, okay? You're thinking about what is going to be the outcome of this. That comes from your soul, okay? Your soul will live on forever. You now, you may say. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, what do you mean by live on forever? Well, when I do things for my soul, it is to live on forever. When I go into black communities to teach, or when I go into uh, my speaking engagements at African American or HBCUs, I'm hoping that I say something that's going to live on within one of those students' spirit and soul forever. It's your legacy. That's what it is. Now, before we go, I want you to always remember, ladies and gentlemen, the greatness that follows slavery as well. Let's not, let's not, let's not just think about the things that happen to us and dwell in it. And with that, that, that feeling of hopelessness. Let's gather towards those, those, those happy times. whether it's in your your lifetime right now or whether it's in American, Black America history, Black history, Black American history, or whether it's history from Africa all over the continent. Explore your culture and highlight the great things. Okay? Now, when it comes to your soul, one thing I found uh, and I don't like and I'm going to speak on it, and some people may disagree or agree, but that's, that's fine because it's the Black Coffee Podcast. And it's called Passing Down Generational Wealth. Now, I don't feel, sometimes, I don't like when people say, well, I'm just throwing my son and my daughter out there or whatever. They be filthy rich, and then they kids out there, and they can't even afford to take care of themselves and sometimes their children as well, and they be filthy rich. Now, there's a lot that goes in, into that. I know sometimes some parents get tired tired of um, <clears throat> some things that went on within their relationships with their kids. And they feel like it's just time to just, just put them out of the stable. But are we really passing down generational wealth or tools? Or are we passing down tools to the next generation so they won't be in the same situation? I found, so cool, some data. And I found that wealthy black kids were more likely to go to prison than poor white kids. That's a fact. While about 2.7% of poorest white youth end up in prison, 10% of affluent black youth ultimately went to prison in this data that I found. And why is that? Hmm, that's a new one. That's something we're going to have to explore here on the Black Coffee Podcast. But I'm hoping that we do find it in our soul to give back to the community in whichever way that is. Whether it's charity, whether it's taking up um, and and mentoring a black child. Just find something. Find a way to give back to the souls of our ancestors. Because that's what they pray for. That's what they look to the skies for. Okay, yes, we don't know what it feels like to be in bondage all our life. Okay, but the soul of the history that we have um, discovered should make us want to do better. Keep your soul connected to your body, which is your machine, and make sure your machine is spiritually stable to go through anything culturally here in America. Ladies and gentlemen, that is all for today. Tune in next time on the Black Coffee Podcast, and I am your host, I am your host James. James. The Black
0: Coffee Out. Podcast. Black Coffee Podcast. Black Coffee Podcast. Yeah. The Black Coffee Podcast. Ah. that's so cool. Ooh, ooh, that's so cool. So cool, you did this for me. Yeah. Black coffee. Black coffee. Huh. Sex. power to the people. My fist, Twice the ball, or what they call them. James Allen, Mr. Noah Sid. Elevate the masses, step in my objective. No, no quit. Through the pot, let's take a sip. They taking shots, we taking trips. Pilot vision, you win that 8 mission, just to be specific. Got enough soul to not fly spirit. Got enough soul to keep y'all lifted. Follow my roll and keep it spirit. Show the speed a ritual. Black my coffee, hold the cream, I check 128. Here we go. This is that Windows down low. Turn me up, talking just as long as it's black coffee yeah this is that windows down low turn me up hit no matter what we talking just as long as it's black coffee on uh, this be that black coffee podcast black coffee podcast black coffee hey hold the cream uh, this be that black coffee podcast black coffee podcast black coffee hey hold the cream yeah you and I a
1: world welcome to the black coffee podcast i am your host James Allen. James Allen. The Black Coffee Podcast. Your safe haven for education and spiritual liberation. Hashtag powers to the people. And long long live the the ancestors. Aho the
0: cream. Aho the cream.